Welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Fate Core Adventure something World of Adventure Knights of Invasion <laughs> I'm not gonna let up on this Welcome to Fate Core Adventure something <laughs> uh, Hyper EX Alpha Arcade Edition <laughs> Welcome to My Little My Little Knights Can't Be This Cute no. no, no. You know, people have been playing Fate Core for so long, but I really think it's time that we moved on to Fate Turbo Plus. <laughs> oh, Championship Edition. I'm into. It. Yeah, they a- they added they added more grapple mechanics. That's really swell. I'm, I'm always sticking with Fate Melee personally. Can't just get rid of wave dashing like that. Oh or my god! Just, Give up so the, CRT. the CRT. I was I was wondering what smelled bad in this podcast. Call. <laughs> this is the second time we've done a melee joke in this exact campaign. <laughs> Why is this such a magnet for that? Because we literally had a part where we did the melee. Like they just got oh, dropped yeah. out of Evo. It's like still yeah. fresh. Yeah. God. It's still fresh, unlike oh, my melee players. <laughs> Ew. Oh, we right. just lost all of our our melee fan base. What? All two of them? Oh no, a half of a person. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. All right. Okay. Well. Um. So yes. Um. We left off with you uh, traveling about the countryside, looking to stir up support for your cause. Last time. We got Agrippa's family and um, uh, Zeno also set in motion uh, sort of a PR uh, campaign to get people in general uh, behind this whole kind of weird endeavor. And also Prim set started to set things up so that when she tries to make inroads um, with the uh, Svartolm the shadowy smuggling group she used to be a part of, uh, she doesn't just get shanked for bailing on them. <laughs> so, that w- that's all happened, and now... Prim sounds you... like she'd be a contender to be a new Blades in the Dark character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now, um, you are entering the uh, manor, I guess? Yeah, manor's what it would be called, even if estate? it doesn't look... Estate, yeah of um Ser Wolf, who is the um eccentric or one-armed uh Reagan knight who uh apparently is a real master of siege weaponry which you figure is something that'll probably come in useful. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um also it's not immediately important but something that it just hit me haven't been talking about. So uh Jeffrey, you got two horses, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess I can't Bring them both everywhere. Um, it's time to eat one. <laughs> no. No, well, well, I was going to leave it somewhere. <laughs> I was going to say either you could leave it somewhere, or if you wanted, you could let someone else ride them. Yeah. So what's your uh, what's your take on that? And also, if it's just the one, which one is it? Oh, um, Jeffrey feels like if he's on official business, he should probably. Uh, be riding Moonshadow because of his present. Yes. So, if anybody wants Blockhead, we can. <laughs> blockhead. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome to him. I'll probably put him in a stable. 
<laughs> I, I feel like Prim should ride Blockhead, one, because it's hilarious, yeah. and two, because also has the Reagan smell on <laughs> her, so it's not... And honestly, yeah, I joked that Prim's horse was, like, old, <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just, like, covered in powder to, like, look slightly nicer. Um, yeah, so- <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you telling me you dumped baby powder all over this horse? <laughs> To make it look a little bit more white? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Instead of gray. cancer. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) Oldest trick in the book. Come on, guys. Uh, um, Okay, so I think that means that, um, one, Jeffrey's definitely been uh, leading the party in this, because Noon Shadow is, as advertised, a damn fast horse. You are impressed. Um, it definitely maybe makes him feel a little more like a big deal knight because he's got this like real fancy horse. Right, lots of nice. And uh, Prim is then probably bringing up the rear probably. with Blockhead, who is um, <laughs> signif- <laughs> significantly slower, but also uh, probably steadier than the last horse you had. So, also, it's a giant horse, and Prim's just like riding this thing. Like, my God, I can see half the countryside from up here. Yeah, and Jeffrey's like, yeah, you can fall asleep up there if you want. <laughs> oh, steady, awesome. <laughs> That's a good horse. Uh, this is a good, good. idea. <laughs> um. Okay, so um, you, I assume, yeah, you dismount, and there are like you know their stable hands on hand to, you know, take care of your horses, make sure they get fed. They just had uh, probably a bit of a ride. So, um, they'll take them to the stables. And so you walk in through the big great wood doors of the wolf estate and inside it's your sort of a standard long haul. Um, Reagan architecture naturally has a lot more, um, wood in it than, uh, a stroming, a lot more uh, sort of like arched ceilings, I think. Um, obviously, you know, banners and stuff hanging from the walls. And also this this guy definitely has a lot of trophies up. A lot of like uh, stag's heads and like uh, wolf pelts, that sort of thing. Are, are there any trolls or monsters? Or no, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, oh, shoot. He, I think he has like space reserved for them, though. <laughs> I uh, think there's just a say, big if he already had one or two, that'd have been like a big you know There's just a big empty plaque. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I'd put a troll. If, if I, I had, had one. one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um uh, and directly in front of you, uh facing the door you're walking into, is the biggest ballista you have ever seen. Inside. Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Where's um, it pointing? Um, at you. At the door. No. And it, uh, oh, it's, God. It, it is in get fact. Out of the w- and it's loaded. Oh, my uh, God. It should get out of the way. Of now, has head. someone scrolled on the side, this machine kills trolls? <laughs> no. Um, how, uh, however, um, you ha- uh, I would say that on like one of the, whatever you'd call one of the bows or whatever, you know, one of the mm-hmm. branches, one of the arms, whatever. Um, arms is correct. I, think I, I think that someone has inscribed the word vindication. <laughs> oh my and, god! Um, 
Uh, and so as you all react, I, I like the idea everyone walks in and they see it, take a second to like register it and then just like take a step to the side. Yep. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. absolutely. Um, just like against the wall. And- yeah. Um, and at this point, uh, someone comes walking down the stairs saying, let's see, what kind of voice do I want to go he- with here? I'm excited. Um, now, why the hell do I have visitors? And I uh, see he's um, a knight in. Well, I would it be? I was going to say in Reagan colors, but I don't think he's in armor, so I don't think he would just like be wearing the uniform twenty four seven. In fact, I think he's in maybe kind of um, uh, surprisingly casual clothes. I think <laughs> for a knight, um, he sort of looks like someone who's like ready to like go out and do some work. Like if necessary, um, so like breeches, tunic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, words. Yeah, it, exactly. Um, his clothes are slightly modified because he is missing the lower half of one arm. Right. Um, and so it's sort of you know has that thing where it's it's you know it's pinned. Right. Um, right. And uh, in appearance. Um, I've been doing a oh. lot of, I realize I've been doing a lot of, like, reference and stuff with, uh, the characters in this, and, but I, but I figure, like, why stop now? So, um, I don't know if everyone here is necessarily familiar with, uh, the latest Overwatch character, Baptiste, but oh, I realized as I, I realized as I was visualizing this guy <laughs> that, like, oh, it's, it's like him, but older. Oh, cool. um, and Hell not, yeah. Awesome. And not taking care of himself as much. I was really expecting, <laughs> like, a, like, a crazy inventor type. This is way cooler. He looks... Uh, it, you're maybe caught off guard, because... Um, uh, yeah, I was expecting handsome. some eccentric inventor type. Yeah, like, uh, like yeah. skinny yeah. and crazy hair. No, this guy's jacked, yeah, no. okay. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. Um, he has to be ready to fight a troll at any moment's notice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Exactly, um, but like uh, on on the older side, and like definitely has like a bit more of a beard than he does in this picture. So okay. yeah, he is now walking down uh, towards you and is sort of eyeing you all with like a very curious look, especially the Stroming Knights. So um, what do you do, Je- Jeffrey? Uh, we Je- why yeah, are we here? <laughs> Jeffrey will poke his head out from behind the door frame with a pointed and wave to say, he's like, uh, hello, we've come to request your aid with, uh, upcoming matters. Um, he just sort of, he gives you, like, a quizzical look, like, upcoming matters, there's not, oh, dear, Stroming hasn't made a move, have they? And why the hell uh, are these, why the hell are they right here? Uh, no, no, it's not Stroming. Actually, us and Stroming are working together on this. Uh, we are expecting a large raiding party of monsters to come from the sky, and we need all the help we can get to fight them off. Um, and if there's anybody that should be fighting monsters <laughs> in Reagan, it is Sir Vilf. Um, he, looks, he looks at you and blinks, and, is, and then after a moment, he's like, Oh, now I see. Oh, no. Bunch of young knights heard about crazy old Sarah Wolf, and you're coming to make fun of him because of his little personal crusade. Well, you can stop wasting my time this moment, because I know, for one thing, 
Monsters come from underground. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, um. And two, because of their ornery nature, they never come in anything more than a mated pair. Oh. Well, at least he's mm. an expert. Yeah. Mm. Um, right. If I may, Sir Wolf, <laughs> most most honorable knight of Reagan. You're really not selling it. Um, I have never heard of you before. <laughs> until this very point. But if my dear friend Joffrey, who has never told a lie in his young and handsome wife <laughs> excuse me <laughs> comes here and says that there are monsters from the sky I would believe him after all look at his adorable face he is never he would never ever this is the weirdest some- line of persuasion I've ever heard in my yeah, life Jeffrey was not in on this plan and he's not liking it he's hello coming, sir coming. please look at this cute boy help us <laughs> Don't you, so want, you, don't you want to save this cute boy? <laughs> Look, don't co- uh, he, he came Zeno. into your hall. Do you think he would have Zeno, the... we can get we can get an emissary from the king or something. We can just come back. Please, we can stop. <laughs> we can't just There's come no back. time. <laughs> um oh. I, I think Sarah Wolf is like Increasingly confused by this, as as he looks back and forward, and um, I think that he like holds up his uh, hand like in a like stop motion. It says, "Well, all right, listen. It's getting dark. Even if you were trying to make a fool of me, I wouldn't want you to send you out into these forests at night." So, how about you come in, I get us, I see if there's something in the kitchen, and then we can talk about whatever the hell this is. <laughs> uh, thank you, Servo. Uh, um, thank you for not immediately throwing us yes. out when our friend here is ranting <laughs> like a madman. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have to talk about this later. <laughs> um, in, my, in my land... Offering cute boys is quite a way oh to God. someone's heart. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, please. Okay, look. Mm. Later, Zeno, please. So if Zeno can't, like, win someone over with his own looks, he has to utilize on someone else's? Like, how how do you skip immediately to Jeffrey, too? He didn't even try to, like, bat his own eyelashes. Good God. <laughs> well, he's a strumming knight, I don't know. Yeah, he's a foreigner. Oh. Uh, so, um... Truly, I don't understand the tactics. <laughs> They're above my head. So I think he leads you in, and um, it definitely contrasts with, um, in a lot of ways, with the Olafson place, because, like, for one, it's, it's smaller, more wooden and stuff, and there seems to be, like, less servants about. Um, more, an- well, probably about the same animal. Products. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, there's definitely. Just remember, right? The Olufsen's probably had fur everywhere. Yeah, um, there's definitely there's uh, venison, I think, but also more like uh, actual vegetables this time, and mead instead of weird vodka. Oh, thank uh, God! Now we're talking. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
And, uh, but like, it definitely, as he moves about, it's definitely very clear that he's not someone who entertains, like, in general. So he's a little bit awkward about it. And, um, there's, it definitely just seems, it seems like a place where this is like his house. Like, obviously there is like the retainers and all that about, but this is a guy who has been living on his own for a while. Mm -hmm. So, um, so you've, uh, managed to like, you know, like get, uh, get to the table with him. Um, and he is definitely still like he's not already on board with your deal but if you want to take another shot at getting him to hear you out you've got a pretty good opening because you are now you're having dinner with him let's say that that's the that's the scene we're dealing with right now okay so since we have like sit down time i think what's probably the, the best thing to do is describe I mean, summarize for serval what's what happened at the tournament you know the uh, emerald knight the message you gave like the fomorian some sort of some new kind of monster that we've never heard of before <laughs> hmm. um he listens and uh and sorry yes like we can we can get a we can have the king send i don't know uh a messenger or something to verify our story, but we need help as quickly as possible. We're on our, we're on the last day to like get our resources ready. Okay. Um, yeah, especially if you're emphasizing urgency, um, then I think you're looking at a um, just like a standard persuasion roll, and he's going to roll his <gasps> will. I don't have persuasion. Actually. I think it's rapport. <laughs> Rapport? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, okay. yeah, no, no. There's, there's rapport and provoke. It's yeah, so I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> there's, uh, yeah, I feel like every... <laughs> every so system has systems. its own name for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Every system has the move that's talk good, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I got a three. Ooh. Oh, no. No, no. Okay, so you rolled a three with your rapport, and he rolled a four with his will. If you want to spend invoke an aspect and spend a fate point... Um, you can uh, re- either re-roll or add two to the roll. The re-roll could potentially ah. give you... Well, actually, um, with your current stats, you would not be able to uh, succeed with uh, style on this one. So I think the plus two is your best bet if you yeah. wanted to do that. Um, just you try to think of what to invoke here. Um, you, could in- you could invoke honor and freedom, the... Uh... The, oh. the Reagan National Code. Yeah. yeah. Also, oh yeah, you know what? I might as well uh, lay out um, uh, Sir Wolf's aspects, which are obsessed hunter, Eden arm, and ballista tactician. Okay. So if you wanted to like bring his things in there. Hmm. Well, we've learned that obsessed hunter doesn't apply as much as we'd hope. Well, if you could like maybe find yeah. a new angle to incorporate that uh, into I think, it. I think what I'll do is use one of my own aspects, which is mm-hmm. uh, eager to please. We oh, just gotta, yes. like, talk him up a little bit more. Uh, Jeffrey is, I guess, familiar with his uh, legend. Mm-hmm. 
You don't necessarily have to roleplay it up, but like, yeah. especially because I haven't really told you too much about his legend, admittedly. Uh, basically, like it was that he was a great hunter <laughs> until the accident, and after that he became um, sort of widely recognized as sort of a leading authority in um, just application. He's not so much the guy who builds the siege weaponry, but he sure as no, he sure as hell knows how to use it effectively. So I'm I'm just saying you don't have to like like spell it out if you just yeah. say that like that's what you lean into. Yeah, fine. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um so he would So yeah, I think um he's initially kind of stony about it, but as you sort of um heap on that praise um I think that uh like he sort of warms up and says Hmm. Well, I'm still skeptical about the whole sky monster theory. My God. It goes against established precedents by uh, natural philosophers. However, (laughs) if they don't show up tomorrow, you can come back here, and I'll look silly. Uh. (laughs) But if you truly believe that they're on their way, then. I very much appreciate your recognizing my authority on the matter. Oh, so, absolutely. There's nobody else I could think of. Well, then. <laughs> Sorry, this is such a, a backhanded compliment, but secretly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then. I suppose I'll have my horse made ready, get my... I suppose I'll need my armor, and... Hmm... I, the king still has his own stockpiles, so I think I'll be able to leave vindication here in case my old nemesis decides to attack the castle while I'm away. Does it attack uh, regularly? No, well, but if it does... <laughs> I knew that if it ever wanted another taste of me, then it would come in through the front doors and that baby would be waiting for it. I, uh, I do have Prim to say, is, like, silently thinking, like, oh, you know, I wouldn't blame it. <laughs> you're, uh, does it ever go off on like accident, or is it just? Oh no, no, there? it is. Uh, you needn't worry. If I'm not there pulling the trigger, then that thing would not go off if there was an earthquake. It is masterfully made. I have, oh. I, I oversee, I oversaw the construction myself. So oh, yes, it is. If okay. you, it is quite. If you join us, then. If you leave it here for your for your old nemesis, then it won't actually do anything? Well, oh. it will... I have a trained <laughs> steward on hand who has been instructed to activate it if the troll does come knocking on the door. Agrippa oh. nods. <laughs> Just sort of like, huh, oh, okay. <laughs> sure, okay. True. You thought uh, of everything. Of course, if um, you guys would... Uh, want him to bring this asset along, that would be a separate role. But um I think it's a really fucking big ballista though. That thing. would be really dope though. We shoot yeah, if we like took this thing if we like took a like an alien warship out of the sky with the ballista <laughs> with a ballista named Vindication. How here's cool. Like, here, here's cool. The, here I'm just like a, a group is just sort of saying like Man, it's going to be a process to get that thing out the front door. <laughs> that's, a that's a problem for him, not for us. Yeah, it looks like a I, lot of work. 
I do have to say it's a it's a pity I won't get to see it in action. It's it's so masterfully built, better than even all the all the siege weapons back home. I think. Uh, well, he definitely he definitely looks very proud at that. Um, if you're going to go for a specific um, route in trying to get it out of him, no, that's not that way. Like <laughs> to to tr- to try to. Um, get him to agree, agree to bring it, you'd need like maybe a more direct thing and maybe a specific skill. I think it's, I think it's more buttering him up and getting, setting, tossing up the ball and letting someone else knock it out oh, of the park. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. You're trying to create an advantage then? Sure. Alright. Uh, that sounds like rapport. Let's not fail this roll. Oh no! Oh, no. You definitely failed the roll. Oh. Um, uh, got a zero versus two however if you want to spend an invocation and i do want to say that um talking about your homeland um i would say if you wanted to bring in like the like the educated abroad thing that's that's what i was actually going to bring up excellent uh yeah i'll i'll spend a fate point to make it a tie okay and so um that would be a oh yeah a tie on that is a uh isn't it a bonus? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a one-off bonus deal, and that would be flattery. Okay. Um, yeah. So you. So, so um, Zeno just like just like chats up. Now nah, I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the 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 what I got. Zeno just kind of chats up about like some <laughs> of the exotic siege weapons in his homeland, and like some of the much smaller ballistas, like one-person ballistas that they use. Yeah. Um, I, I think if it's a free invoke, um, then it's so, like the, the freeness is something they have to be specifically distributed, so who would you like to get that? Hmm. I'm gonna toss it over to my dear friend and ally, Agrippa. <laughs> oh boy. So you get Spotlight's a on you, buddy. So you get a free invoke on that uh, flattery. Um, what would you want to use that for? I think I'm not gonna. I, I I'm not. I'm not feeling the voice right now. Unfortunately, I don't know That's why. Fine. But it's um, a low key day. Everybody's chill. Yeah. What I'm going to say is though, I think Agrippa's uh, plan of action here is like. Man, I've never seen anything that big in stroming. I bet it would. I bet it would like scare the daylights out of all the stroming soldiers that are going to be there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, ooh, ooh, what's this? <laughs> oh, oh no! no. Uh, oh, that's even worse. Don't say it. You know, I was. I was for a while, Snapper. It was cool to be on the podcast, but I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> oh, God. I, I can't have any more of this energy in the podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, I can't work in these yeah, conditions. Um, yeah, sure. Let's, let's do a report. Agent? Let's do a report thing. If you want to spend that bonus now to do a bonus, you can, or you can hold on to it to like, yeah. do a potential let's, spend, let's just spend that bonus now, because I'm thinking this is the extent of Agrippa's... Uh, Attempts to do the thing. Okay, but I'm saying you can, like, refrain from using the bonus if it turns out you need to re-roll or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, alright. Uh, we'll hold off then until, I guess, so that we can tell what the deal is here. Okay. So it's, uh... 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So this time he rolled a zero and you got a two. So uh, if you want to spend that info to get another two, you can get Yeah, a, let's spend um, that bonus so I succeed with style. Excellent. Oh, man. Um, let me just check. Oh, okay. You get a boost in addition to attaining your goal. Um, oh. So let me... Uh, let, uh, let me just uh, figure out what would be a good fit for that. I, Cause I was going to say, like at first I was going to say, like, oh, the boost would be the thing itself in whatever combat scene happens, but I guess it's already going to be there, considering that's what the goal was. Yeah, and it's also, um, it's also specifically for you as well. So oh, I think... Um, I think that um, having been successfully buttered up by Zeno... Um, Ser Wolf, when, uh, you come in with that, uh, base, basically between the two of you, uh, like, you're, they're basically both establishing that he and, by extension, Regan are basically world leaders in ballista technology. Yep. So, um, so it's like, hmm, well, it's certainly a risk, but it's a calculated one. And as dedicated to the hunt as I am, I wouldn't mind contributing a little to the old Cold War effort by showing Stroming that we're not about to roll over if they pull anything. He seems to have already sort of forgotten the (laughs) the unity thing. That's Um, fine. (laughs) And he points to you specifically, Agrippa, and says, but you know, I shouldn't... I shouldn't speak too badly of Stroming, as you especially have proven that some uh, that you still have a good sense of taste and respect for true warfare technology, and so you have gotten the boost, uh, Ser Wolf's favor. Hell yeah! It is a fleeting thing, but if you want, for example, to. Uh, Use that in, say, that could come up in further diplomacy stuff with Reagan, or in battlefield stuff if you wanted his help out with something, then yeah. That's I am there. going that... to, to, to guard this one jealously. <laughs> Prim, nice, Prim yeah. very slowly leans over to where Agrippa is sitting and just says, You know, I don't believe there's a lady wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, is this scary whole thing now? <laughs> it's 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 just Prim trying to trying to secure her spot, uh making sure that, that nothing gets gets in the way. Uh, <laughs> all those all those overseas mansions by a Zeno. Yeah. You know, just kind of like, just like, there's not a lady wolf, and I'm sure it would do would do your station well if you secured a a, a handsome knight of Regan for yourself. It sounds like you've thought about this a lot more than me. I think, I think about this nearly constantly. Yes. Well, he's right here if you want to ask him. I mean, I'm not judging. Do you want me to ask him for you? Because that's the implication I'm making right here, my friend. I think I'm. I think maybe I've. It's gone a bit over your head. Mm. I'm going to go back to food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> from the perspective of, from the perspective of, uh, like Agrippa 
like that would definitely be a step down if they're trying to be like the first in line for like the Olufsen estate. Maybe, but look at him. Upwardly more mobile. Also, uh, also right now Agrippa is trying to neg Primrose by implying (laughs) that she'd be the perfect fit for like the insane hunter guy. The insane hunter like stud. That's a cool thing. I'm all right with that. Hey, That's hey, not if, Prim- hey if, if Prim wants to be betrothed by by the Squatch Master General, again, I really uh, this, this one is time I really wish that I had an established a precedent of not including uh, titles in our episodes because <laughs> betrothed to the Squatch Master General. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. I'm sure you can fit it in somewhere. It's amazing. God. <laughs> well, if you do want to go for some... No, uh, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Amazing. Zeno, Zeno's actually feeling a little self-conscious, so in between bites of game meat, which he is really enjoying having two nights in the row, mm-hmm. um, he's going he's gonna to perk up uh, and look at Sir Wolf and... Um, asked, oh, um, good sir, actually, out of, out of curiosity, I have to say on my own regard, um, I, I don't suppose you have any experience in, in romance, do you? (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Every time you open your mouth. He, he (laughs) gives, he gives you, like, a look, like you just said something, like, wildly inappropriate (laughs) to him. (laughs) Um, Everyone like punches Zeno and like take him under the the table. (laughs) Yeah, and he he points at you with his fork and says, "You're something of a single-minded lad, aren't you?" (laughs) (laughs) I have, I have more important things to deal with here in the woods, and I've already (laughs) selected. And I have Sorry. already selected the best hunter in my estate to inherit it. So there you go. Okay. It is go not on. a concern of mine. Zeno is like establishing his place as the weird one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is astonishing so considering. He's like, you're really playing up like this like amorous Mediterranean <laughs> like stereotype. I mean, I mean his trouble is stranger in a strange land. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He he's just yeah. so overwhelmed he's just so like overcoming with love in this land that is like full of cold weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Who are, like, uh-huh. also, a bunch of emotionally stunted weirdos. He's, he's feeling a little self conscious that Prim asked him about about a a lady Zeno. <laughs> and it is not. he's just like I I I haven't thought about marrying. Maybe I should. I've I've been in a I've been in a holy order for so long. God. <laughs> who who do I ask about this? I know the crazy hunter guy who lives in the woods and hunts squatches. <laughs> he, surely he knows of love. Oh my god! Uh, love can broom on the hunting field. Oh my god! Okay. 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 Well, can I just say I ship Sir Wolf and the troll that ate his arm? Okay. Let's. Unless anyone else is going to make any actual moves, is this? Good. Is this the point where you turn in? Yes. Yeah. Okay. God, please, please, uh, please God, save me due, for myself. Due to the um, like limited size, actually, I feel like this place was maybe made for someone who like would 
entertain a little bit more mm-hmm. you know so there's lots of empty rooms so there there is place for you to sleep but like oh, it's maybe yeah. a little bit it's maybe a little bit spidery you know mm-hmm. yeah dusty guest rooms you know yeah um, like oh you know you know great great grandma died in there <laughs> 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 um so yeah that'll be um where the night ends and um in the morning it is the it's the dawn of the third day, as it were. Mm. Um, alien time. Well, uh, it, you've what? now you've this is still you this is still a complete day that you've got. One more to, day. Uh, the, oh, the, moon, okay. the moon is making the face. Yeah, um, you're definitely a little on edge because of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you got limited time. Um, at this point, um, you've definitely gotten some work like gathering up like some resources um in theory the next step might be uh to do with more to do with organizing and mobilizing but there's also you know still more stuff you could round up so i want to ask here on the last day do you want to maybe split up i'll i'll hear it out let's if like, I mean, I don't know if, uh, I know that Prim has her specific thing she wants to do. I'm not sure if she wants to bring others along for it, because it might be a little incriminating for her. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, Prim had... ostensibly doesn't want any of us to know that she's not who she says yeah. she is still, so. Um, Zeno has, um, his mom and her river trading business, if he wants to go and get resources from there and beyond that it's um in theory anyone could do stuff like just like meet um in terms of like trying to coordinate efforts um meet with the generals or that sort of thing um i forget have we established where the actual like beachhead of this invasion is going to likely be or no. Um, if you want it, since you're sort of bringing two armies together, it might make sense to consolidate your forces, like, uh, near the, by the bridge. Yeah. Well, the problem um, is we have two capitals to protect. Yeah. Well. Though, I-, I will say those capitals are definitely still going to be, like, rather well defended. Because the, yeah, the capitals, the, oh, sorry. The capitals are still going to be pretty well defended because that okay. is what the monarchs are focusing on right now. Like you're not going to have, you're probably not going to have the entire militaries at your disposal unless right. you wanted to make a move for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that seems like it would be a a. Uh... So we're going to be playing XCOM. Uh, so it sounds like we need something mobile. We should probably uh, focus on cavalry. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. Those dumb aliens probably don't have horses, so... Unless they do, in which <laughs> case we're fucked. Well, if we're going to be sitting in like the middle of the island and we have no idea where they're going to be coming from, uh, we want to be able to get wherever they do show up as quickly as possible. So Yeah. I wonder if we, we could get some sort of sky look device to see where they might land. You mean like a perhaps perhaps a tube with uh, lenses affixed <laughs> inside of it that amplifies <laughs> the size of images from very far away? Let's something like that, which may or may not actually exist at this point in time. It's yeah, can, technology. We, can we grind lenses in this setting? I don't think anyone has ever cared to. I I do actually. <laughs> I did 
I did look it up because I thought Xena wearing glasses would be cute. Like, oh, wearing yeah. wearing I mean, readers. Obviously. Um, and they were glasses at least were invented around uh, twelve hundred. Although the lenses existed as far back as uh, one thousand in Europe specifically. Mm. Yeah, but okay. they they couldn't like grind them into like specific things. They just made lots of lenses, and you tried to find ones that maybe worked for your eyes. And also, they were like huge and heavy, and had like these metal frames mm-hmm. that they had to bend to try to use them. Also, insanely so expensive. Yeah, so it didn't catch on for a few hundred years. So it says that um, looking at telescope stuff mostly has to do with like astronomical stuff. So I don't know if it was used for like um, pure tactical um, purposes before. And this website I'm looking at now is, is like doesn't like the fact that I have an ad blocker up. Um, oh, history of the history of the telescope. Let's see. So do these kingdoms probably have like a signal relay or something? Okay, yeah. The, the earliest known telescope appeared in 1608, so that's a bit late for you. Okay. Yeah. It was invented by a eyeglass maker, though. Oh! That tracks. Um, yeah. Both the kingdoms do have existing uh, signal relays um, a lo- mostly along their borders, um, but what? probably also yeah. like along the coast as well, so... Um, if you wanted to set up something to alert them or, um, network of carrier pigeons or, (laughs) yeah, or work out more coordination between the two countries, you could aim for something like that. Um, well, I still kind of want to go and try and talk to like, okay, like my, and I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think we should give uh, Sarah and uh, Snapper both the opportunity to do the things that they had planned to do for their characters, even if I mean splitting up and like just letting okay. them take control of the scenes. See, oh, what yeah, I was yeah, sure. what I was thinking is if we do uh, Prims first, then um, after like the first battle, since uh, Zeno's mom does live near the river, which is near the center. Um, we could probably, in between battles, get a message sent out, hopefully get some, get, like, possible future backup to, to break any siege that we might be under. Well, you're not sure you're necessarily going to have an opportunity to do that, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, if, it seems like it's planning a bit too far ahead for how little we know about how this is actually going to play out. I'm basically saying that if you guys want to go off and do your own solo things, then, like, I'll, I'll let you. Okay. Basically. Right. Um, so, but, um... I think we should agree to meet at your bridge fort by tomorrow morning. Uh, agreed. Um, I am going to be heading to the capital and to settle business of my own. And I don't believe I'll require any assistance. Although there is kind of like a weird um, hesitation in her voice when she says that. So like, you know, if somebody wants to I... volunteer... I, I do uh, insist that one of us comes with you, Lady Primrose. <laughs> After all, the, the guard seemed very worried about your about the possibility of you being harmed, and we don't want that to happen on the eve of a battle. Agrippa, uh, chi- Agrippa chimes yeah. in, I have attended to my business. Perhaps I can accompany you on yours. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Um, that actually sounds hilarious. Yeah, that sounds good. You, you do that. Oh, okay. Oh, so are we going <laughs> to split the party two ways then? Yeah, I think uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey 
Jerry and Zeno trying to get things done, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have fun with that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. let's do it. That's a good yeah, idea. Jeffrey doesn't have any other friends in high places, so, like, yeah, let's see what Zeno's thing is. We'll do, okay, we'll do that. cool. All right, um, let's see. Uh, hmm, which do we want to do first? Do we want to do Zeno or Prim? Uh I'm Prim. kind of excited to see Prim and Agrippa interact in a major way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So, um. So, uh, when you said the capital, which capital did you mean? Oh, the capital of Reagan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's, please, Strumming isn't a real country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a pretty quick ride uh, to Ravik, which is um, big. It's also like. It's also a walled city, but there's a whole lot of it that's outside the walls. Um, there has actually been people who um, are start. Uh, there are nobles who are arguing that uh, they should like set up like more walls around the buildings that have popped up mm-hmm. since the initial building. But then you know there are others who were like, "Oh, that that's resources that could be used elsewhere. I'm not going to invest my house's money in that right. that whole deal." Right. Um, it's like. As established, they have the whole, like, you know, a lot more wood than stone, and their architecture is also a lot more, like, kind of traditional medievalist. Um, It's also a lot more colorful, and um, if you go... Are you actually, like, going into the city, or is this something that's going to be on the outskirts or something? Um, It's probably at the port. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay all the way over there Mm -hmm. so yeah as you walk through the city there's um uh like reagan definitely prides itself as being sort of a home of culture and fashion and so uh there's a lot of um sort of artistry on display something they're very proud of um there's um you see a lot of you especially as you near the port there are a lot of like uh, people who are clearly from other countries walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, lots of big old fancy, like, sailing ships in the harbor. And so, um, well, first off, how are you... Are you going to brief Agrippa on anything? Yeah. yeah i got a feeling it's like i don't want to really go into this one alone because Mm -hmm. if you know like things don't go well it'd also be nice to have like somebody else as like a backup um but there's really there's really no way this isn't going to look incredibly shady so Mm -hmm. uh like as they're approaching the port uh there's kind of like a moment and Prim just like makes a face and is like, "All right, I need to come clean about something, and you have a bit of a chip on your shoulder. So, if anyone would understand, and God willing, not go run off and tell the nearest constable, it'd be you." Uh, when when uh, Primrose mentions the chip on Agrippa's shoulder, he just kind of looks over at the bird and then just yeah. continues paying attention. All right. <laughs> The bird. I've already gotten yeah. used to the giant murder bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the sound it makes. Oh, good. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible screeching monster. Cool. Uh, well, at least we'll have intimidation on our side if we show up with that thing. 
Yeah. Um, oh, how to explain this? Um, I'm not a knight. Agrippa just sort of silently nods, like, okay. <laughs> um, my name is Primrose Westergaard, but um, the Lord Ragenvald never had a squire. In fact, the Lord Ragenvald is currently buried under a pile of stones somewhere about mm, 20 miles away, 30 miles away, maybe more. My god, did you kill him? Uh, no, I'm not that... Well, she kind of makes a face like... <laughs> maybe she is a little that crooked, but then she shakes her head. <laughs> no, no, the old fool, he doesn't understand that there are bandits around his hold, and when he went out to join this tournament, well, they saw a old man in worn down armor and I can only assume they thought easy target and you know one thing leads to another and then I found him and um yes I've never actually spoken to the man in my life and I took all of his things so that I could compete in the tournament well this surprises me but does it really not not really Hmm. also (laughs) (laughs) And we are currently going to my former employer, who is a smuggler, and has resources far outside the bounds of the the uh, the royal families. He has access to mercenaries and weapons and supply lines that you could hardly dream of. And we are going to have a conversation with him. And I just wanted to give you a heads up, because he does not like me. Agrippa, uh, again, kind of nods an affirmative and uh, very dramatically uh, just sort of says, Understand that I do not respect your methods, but you are still here, and I respect you for your strength. I will stand by your side. Man, none of y'all care about chivalry. (laughs) (laughs) Not a one of us. That's a very good thing that she brought Agrippa specifically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Agrippa's all about chivalry, but also is like, chivalry didn't do anything for all the suckers that you beat at the melee, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a good point. I do appreciate that, actually. I didn't expect that from you, considering the whole attempting to punch you in the face after the melee thing. I apologize for that now, after a few days. Well, it is the melee. Hmm. (laughs) So, I thought I could at least give you a heads up, so when you walk in the door, you wouldn't be surprised by all the cutthroats, because there will be quite a few. Yeah, so, when you say door, do you think you have, like, there's, like, a warehouse or something? I think it's, um... God, we've already used a bar, but that was the first thing that popped into my head, is, like, a bar that acts as a front. It's a different bar. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's the Burning Tiger. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This one, um, let's see. I just really love uh, Blades in the Dark, I guess. It's very good. I think that the uh, this one um, is the... Um, uh, this one is the whale. And they've got a... Car- and the sign is just a um, carving of, like, a whale, but, like, the heraldric mm. style. So it just looks like a weird lizard fish. Cool. That, like, that's, like, spewing water out of its head. Mm-hmm. 
um, whales they had in the Middle Ages. <laughs> shame, they, shame they kind of turned into, like, sea worms. <laughs> Weird Leviathan things. Um, yeah, and uh, you go in, and there's a whole bunch of, like, sailor types there, and some of them, like, are, like, foreign sailor types. And they... Hmm, I don't... I have no idea what, like, a <laughs> medieval... Uh, it, huh. I've had a lot of exposure to, like, Age of Sail nautical culture, mm-hmm. but definitely not medieval nautical culture, despite the fact that it certainly existed. Right. But, uh, um, what I will say is that uh, before, like, actual proper Age of Sail stuff and, like, the ability for sort of big cross-ocean travel... Uh, is that most ships actually just kind of moved along the shorelines and very few are actually built to cross large bodies of water. Mm-hmm. So there's probably yeah. like a lot of like localish kind of like sloops and triremes and things that have like lots of like ore based kind of travel. Yeah. But like only like maybe one or two like actual big ships that look like they could go on the ocean and those are like lines and lines of oars. That makes sense, yeah. They're, and so so everyone here is jacked, for one thing. Right. Because they're fucking out there rowing. <laughs> right. Um, they're they're uh, all chatbots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, everyone immediately, like, turns to look at you. And, um, yeah, I'm going to say that, um, Prim, do you want a fate point? Yes. Okay, so because you're in debt to the Svartholm, you are immediately recognized Mm -hmm. and so like someone closes the door behind you (laughs) and uh and like people stand up and everyone is now like looking at you silently um what do you do um prim very casually like raises her hands (laughs) and Mm -hmm. uh tries her best to flash a nice winning smile and says I've come in peace I've come to settle my debts and the captain remember you got yeah I was about to say uh, the captain what was his name Black Iron uh Captain Black Iron has already sent word of my arrival so I would like (laughs) to speak with um Oh no! I've never thought of what this, like the boss's name would be. Just quick, the pick fighter. a quick like nickname. Um. Oh, the serpent. What? Randall. Shut up, Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just whispering the viper menacingly. Well, okay. Yeah. I actually was saying the serpent, so sure, the viper. Oh, hey, perfect. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I Randy think the serpent. The viper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. And maybe the serpent is like probably like whoever is in charge is probably the serpent, mm-hmm. you know. There's been um, a, there's been like the mamba and the arrow. Right. <laughs> so I think this is. Um, let me think. Uh, I think this would be a uh, contacts roll rather than rapport, okay. if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Um, and you can spend uh, you you can spend either of your invokes on it. Okay. And it, it is also a free invoke. Also, because there's a whole bunch of people, I'm going to say it's against a set value of uh, let's say let's just say one. Okay. Oh geez. Oh geez. Uh, okay, so you you got a minus one. Yeah. You could spend one of your free invokes to re-roll it, or you could get a um, 
you could you could get a plus two to tie it, or you could spend both to get a plus four and uh, succeed with flair. Mm. Succeed with style, I mean. Let's. Yeah, well, if I succeed with style, that means I get another. I get another invoke. So, yeah, yeah. So let's. But also, wait, if you, you spend would... two invokes, that's not going to be successful style because it's going to bring you to just three, and their base value is one. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, mm. it would be over two. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> so yeah, maybe the 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 reroll might be your best bet. Yeah, I think I'm going to reroll and then go from there. Oh, okay. Okay, so you have you now have a two. You have beat it by one. If you spend the other one, you will do it with style. However, you won't have any more of those invokes on hand. You, uh, but I would get another invoke, right? Because I succeeded with style. Uh, yeah, you get yeah, a bonus sure. of some kind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sure, let's do it. Okay, let's cool. Let's use both. Why not? All right. Um. So I think that the name. It's because here's the thing: like you are now in like a separate capital than where you recruited this guy. But the fact that you're talking about the captain of the guard for, or like the the like capital city of like the enemy nation, Mm -hmm. is definitely something that only the higher ups know. So at first, people are just kind of like continuing to glare at you, but then I think like. Someone who has sort of been in the in the business for a while and has done some of the long haul sort of like stands up and like puts a hand on someone's chest. Um, well, if she's so gracious to come all the way from Smiten to repay these debts, then let's give her a chance. And so you get the one-off bonus. Let, let, let's see. A chance? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah sure i actually like that yeah yeah it is it is wait uh it is specifically a chance with thieves Ooh. they respect your cockiness cool a thieves chance if you would okay <laughs> all right and so you get led over to the back room and um uh and you know you're, you're you're probably familiar with this. There's like you know a secret door, mm-hmm. and so it opens up, and it's where you would expect them to just have like uh, lots of like kegs of ale and that sort of thing. And they do have that, but you know that some of these do not have ale in them, right? Um, and there is a um, there's a chair at the far end that the serpent sits in, and the person sitting in it isn't the serpent. Oh. Um, it, it, like, the serpent, I think, was sort of, like, this sort of old grizzled guy, sort of, like, you know, the lean and hungry type, Mm -hmm. as it were. Um, you know this person, though. Um, her name is Brid, and her basic role in the smuggling business was to be scary. Oh. Um. (laughs) Cool. Um, cool, cool. She is, um, she's like, uh, she's slender. Uh, she has sort of like a long braid going down, um, like, like I would say, like all the way to the small of the back. Mm-hmm. And she's always sort of like leaning in an inquisitive way. Like, sort of like when you tilt your head and then like the, 
top half of your body sort of goes along with it, right. you know? She's someone who doesn't have good posture, but also she's not always, like, slouching in the same direction, mm. you right. know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and like, as I said, um, she's sort of a person who is, is sort of, like, a tough within the smuggling crew, like, usually there to, like, glare at people and flash knives if someone wasn't going to, like, live up to their end of the bargain right. or whatever. And um, she sort of, like, uh, raises an eyebrow at you and says, well, I'm glad we didn't have to track you down after all. I do live to make people's lives more convenient. Um, so are you going to ask why she is in the serpent's chair? Yeah. Um, why, where is the serpent? I, I specifically requested to meet with him. Well, unless you'd like to take a quick swim to the bottom of the bay. I see. I think it would be preferable (laughs) if you stayed here with me. I, I see. All right, point made. Um... Am I, priv- am I allowed to be privy to what happened to him, or is it just a simple failure to accomplish duties? It turned out that he was making a little extra coin on the side, passing information along to the High Seneschal. Oh. Is that so? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and now that I'm in charge... Things are, let's say there's a tighter ship being run here, if you're familiar with nautical terms. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you are quite the slave driver, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brid, this uh, is my accomplice, uh, Agrippa Olafsson. Um, she eyes Agrippa and says... Despite what you just said about me, I don't think I'm about to accept this one as payment. <laughs> Agrippa, I, I think Agrippa just sort of like is giving these very silent death glare at <laughs> at uh, this new serpent. Yeah. Agrippa is only here because Agrippa has is like is, it respects to a degree. The the huckster that they are partner with. They, this isn't really their scene so much, but right. um. Well, I suppose I should just get to the point about why I'm here and how I'm going to settle my debts with you, because that is the intention of this meeting. Um, and then she is going to pull out the dagger that she took off of Ooh. Sir Ragnvald and um show that. Actually, hand it over to Brid, just like to let her inspect it. That uh, she eyes it and says, "Again, it would be a start, but do you not know who that is?" Oh yes, I do, but uh, I'm certain that he has much more back at his castle than just this. So, if you were willing to just settle for his knife, then... (laughs) Well, I don't think I'm going to be able to retrieve anything from his castle. He's dead. But I am working 
in a way, as his representative to the king uh, and the lovely lady queen of Stroming. Um, in the face of coming annihilation, we have decided to come to you to request your aid in the promise that when we are successful, you will be elevated in ways you could not possibly comprehend. <laughs> she raises her eyebrow because she can clearly comp she she doesn't want you to think she can't comprehend a lot um, uh let's see um hmm. okay let's see there are two things that you're basically looking to do you're looking to get their cooperation yeah and you are looking to um get pay off your debts yeah i would say that's two separate things what are you doing right now um, right now, I'm trying to get their coordination with the promise that um, the the reward for cooperating with this, like, repelling this invasion force will be enough to settle my debts. Hmm. Let me think. I think... Hmm. That's I say, definitely... I, th there's, I think there might be a stretch there where, like... Because I like the idea, mm -hmm. also, but there is a problem of, like... Well, they could just muster the forces anyway and get the reward, and your debt has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Right. So I think let's start with the cooperation thing because I and I think it's going to be a tricky rule because as just established, cooperating with authorities was what got the last serpent killed right. by her. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was my gambit. Um, I didn't think this was how it was going to work out, but it's um, fine. <laughs> Uh, however, I like because you're clearly implying there's profit to be made. Right. Um, I think that it's a valid approach. Um, does Agrippa want to make anything, to do anything to help out? I'm trying to think of what Agrippa could do to help I out. I think, you know, I, I think we've been overlooking teamwork mechanics, so let's just... We'll yeah, I don't There's really know about specific teamwork mechanics is the thing, so... Okay, let's see. Um... Um, oh, when you combine skills, figure out who has the highest skill level among the participants. Each other participant who has at least an advantage in the same skill adds a plus one to the highest person's skill level, and then only the lead person rolls. So if you were to do that, um, you could, if you wanted to pitch in with whatever, like, persuade of, with, like, a rapport thing, mm -hmm. um, that yeah. would work. You wouldn't even have to, like, roll it yourself. Alternatively, you could try and create an advantage with a different thing. Uh, I don't know what advantage I create, so I think I'll also have Agrippa uh, contribute their rapport. Okay. okay. I think with something along the lines of, of like, I believe what what my compatriot is asking you to do is to make an investment in the future of Yorl, and investments have a way of paying off, as I understand. Okay. Yeah, that's solid. That's that's a good approach. Okay, so you can add plus one to your rapport, um, and roll it. Cool. Let's see. That's. Um, so instead that'd be f uh, five, no, four. Okay, nice. Ooh, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh. oh my god. <laughs> nice. Okay, so she rolled a one. Um, I'm, be uh, because this is, like, a tough one, I'm going to, um, Spend let's a fate to roll I would say that I'm going to spend a fate to re-roll, but I'm looking at her aspects and i realized that one of them is unaligned opportunist so i think that that would actually be something that she wouldn't be able to invoke to go get uh, against it um so um 
you know what? Uh, I'm going to say sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you this one. Cool. Um, you uh, win with style, so you get. Um, let's see. Um, so you you get her cooperation this and a bonus, and I think. Um, let me think. You get the bonus Svart Olm meal ticket, which is not what you have. It's what they see you as. But that's a bonus cool. for dealing with them. Cool. Um, and so as you lay all of that out, um, I think that she like, like tilts to the other side <laughs> and um, eventually says, well, if this is as dangerous as you're implying, normally I like to be on whichever side is the winning one, but... It sounds like some invaders wouldn't be a very agreeable winning side to side with. Unless you come from the skies, I don't believe you would be able to side with these invaders. Well, don't underestimate me, but I think I'll stick with the devil I know, as it were. (laughs) However... Just because Agrippa does when the devil on on the on the shoulder is mentioned, Agrippa does look at the bird again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, of course, uh, just because we are not presently shaking you down does not mean we don't still expect to be paid back. And to be perfectly frank with you, we're not about to accept your credit. That is acceptable um however as you've said it sounds like you're attempting to take a knightly estate is this correct yes (laughs) um yes the the plan is to hopefully be rewarded handsomely for my participation in repelling this invading force and of course all of it would go directly to you Ah, well, please forgive me if I don't immediately believe someone who has already bailed on our operation. It would be very easy for you to simply um, throw us under the cart once you're on top. However, I think that uh, there's a potential agreement, something to ensure that's what's yours is mine. And what would that be? She leans forward and she sort of gives like this, like this kind of a nasty smile mm-hmm. and uh, says, you don't happen to be betrothed to anyone, do you? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> lie, 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 I knew lie. It. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as... <laughs> As soon as I knew it. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh nice. my god. Uh, Prim is just like screaming internally and still just like wearing the same uh, assured smile she's been wearing the whole time she's been back here. And then just is like, well, I can't say that I am. Are you offering yourself? Because. The king has already established quite a liberal policy, and if you do become a hero, then I think you'd be able to 
overcome a little scandal from marrying a commoner. That is true. Would you, I suppose you would love to live the lap of luxury as a trophy wife to my beautiful self? (laughs) She, like, she titters, I think. Mm. And it's not like a cute one. Yeah. Agrippa kind of has that face, like when someone's making one, they're watching two exes argue about their, their past relationship. It's like, I don't know if I should really be here. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was going to go like this. Yay. Oh, yeah. Prim is revealing a lot of parts of her life to Agrippa today. Oh. He definitely doesn't deserve to know any of them. Well, I suppose that's acceptable. Um, it's either and... that or extermination, and I would rather survive, if at all possible. <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to give you a fate point for cool. that. I mean, unless unless you would like to spend a fate point... Okay, actually, wait. Uh, to put it in front of you, I'm, I can give you a fate point... To like get saddled with this whole situation, or you could spend a fate point to get out deflect of it. it. Oh, yes, dip. to not get married <laughs> to, to yes to not to whoever marry this is this, this yeah. goblin. Um, <laughs> I, I, I Sir Wolf would be so heartbroken. I know, right? <laughs> now look, now look what you said. You're like, you want to marry the Squatch Master? Or do you want to marry this like? <laughs> This, like, leaning weirdo. It's like, mm, I'll take the hot guy who lives out in the middle of nowhere, thank you. Jeez. Uh, I'm, like, trying to think of what I could, like, give her. And I'm really coming up short, because it's not like... I, I think... Hmm. Hmm. I, like, if, if you spent, you gotta like... gotta steal a bunch of gold later, so... You could... Well, yeah, with... <laughs> okay. Here's... Here's a pitch oh, to throw it forward. Oh, boy. You could... You could offer one of your fellow knights, I'm not doing such that. as the one, the cute, the cute little one right here, Agrippa. God. Um, no. I regret to inform you, I was considering the same thing, but Agrippa would presumably be immediately disowned. So, okay, yeah. um, okay so um, like mechanically, if you spend the fate point, you avoid the trouble. So um, you don't necessarily need to justify it. You don't have to j- justify it. Basically, do you want to? marry this evil lady or not. You no. can make the choice. Let's, well, I mean, okay. I know what I'd do if I was in your shoes, but you play different characters What would you? Do, what so. would, you would do this, wouldn't you? Look. You have, <laughs> you have to respect my valid character choices. <laughs> you, would, you know, actually, I am gonna do it. I am gonna do it. <laughs> I am gonna do it because one Saturn is right. Uh... <laughs> and wow, two, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fucking frame that moment on the wall. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You just frame the waveform of me saying those words. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's interesting, and and we'll we'll see where it goes. Why not? Why not roll with the punches <laughs> and see what happens? Is that not what these kind of games are about? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, always accept the fake point. I'll accept it. Sure. You might need to fight <laughs> off an alien later. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe bread will get evaporated by an alien, and I won't have to worry about this. Um, sure. So, Prim nods and sticks a hand out and puts on her best smile and says, Well, I'm looking forward to our time together, my lady. (laughs) (laughs) 
and she, I think, like dramatically kisses your hand. So, with that uh, deal sealed, I think that next time we'll see what Jeffrey and Zeno have gotten up to, and then uh, there won't really be any more putting off the invasion. You'll have to deal with that. So, uh, join us next time on Big Gay Nerds. <laughs>